Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is September 8, 2021. The time is about um, 4.30 p.m. Reddy Newman PC has been conducting Zoom or conference calls from 2011 to right now. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. Uh, if you're a newcomer, if you show your face and you let Gayatri know, she will promote you. Uh, if you're a newcomer, you never asked a question in this and your first time you're trying to ask the question in this one you never asked, please show your face. And please let her know, and then she will promote you. Arun Kumar? Yes. Hi. Uh, are you able to hear me now? Yes, Arun, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Arun. Uh, my previous H1s, H1s have got uh, revoked recently. Uh, they were telling me that uh, my previous... Five hedge fund were uh, in house. Uh, in house, yeah. Yes. Uh, now I'm not sure that was in house. I was told that I do have a project in that, so I moved after one month of filing. Wait, you did not knew whether you had a project or you don't have a project. Uh, I was told that I will be having a project. What, what What do you mean? You were there for one month? Uh, yes, uh, I was on bench actually. Uh, is it yes. so you did you ever went to the company did you ever went to the project if you have a project did you had an interview with the project I uh, didn't understand exactly how you cannot know that company do you know the company's name yes I know could you give it to me sure it's uh, Merlin Insight okay LLC based on New Jersey can you type the name just in case uh, I misspelled that yeah. It's a Merlin site. Yeah, yeah. One second, okay. Let me look into because we can tell based on the filings whether they are fraudulent companies or not, though. Okay. So what they're telling is that the initial application is uh, with finding fraud. So they have revoked now. And is this company uh, the Menlo Park, New Jersey, 100 Menlo Park, New Jersey? Okay. Um, 
it's written clearly clearly that they are fraudulent company because there is an in-house projects they file 59 h1bs have you ever visited the office there i went once but i'm not given chance uh, so i thought of going in the office there but i never visited and i thought something is wrong with the office so immediately within one month i filed the h1b transfer yeah this happens very much and which year did you file the h1b though uh, 2019 2018 2019 and it was approved on august 27 yeah they approve these fraudulent cases very easily though compared to the other cases so that they can revoke it at a later time so you never once you went to the office there are 59 h1bs filed with that location of 100 menlo park street though uh which seems to be garage to me there or something like yeah no it's not uh, let me see what else i can find on it um here is what's going to happen to you right now the current h1b that you have even though it's genuine will be uh, will be taken up it's a shopping complex that particular office is in oh and you said you went there is right no i tried going there but uh, never happened uh, i didn't get any replace from that company or oh, what, what do you mean you tried going there like you want to come to our office you just walk into the office did you ever went to the gate it's it's a shopping complex oh yeah i never went there it looks actually it's in a mall And you're telling me that you don't know it's fraud. You need to consult a lawyer. Uh, these are the people. What they do is that they take the money, they swindle the money, and 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 you did you file with other companies at the same time? Uh, not other company with the same time. No. Yeah, it's 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 very clear. It's a fraud company, sir. I can see it very clearly. It's in a mall, Macy's Mall. What are you going to do with a Macy's Mall software company with fifty nine employees? I've never seen that though. So if you can't see that, there is something, I, mean, I don't know what to say about you, but it's fraud. So your current H-1B will be revoked right now because first time when they counted your H-1B, they counted you wrongly. So every subsequent H-1B is relying on that. So yeah. you may have to leave the country. You will have to consult a lawyer immediately. Next person, please. Sure. Thank you. This happens very Me? frequently, guys, uh, when they don't have they file and unfortunately they approve these people's h1b if this guy was not approved h1b he would have been got a h1b next year so this guy's in big trouble right now unnecessary lakshmi go ahead uh, hi rahul uh, my h4 and h4 ead are uh, in pending status and uh, i have uh, since it is it will be expired on uh, august 13th so my mm -hmm. employer applied for my h1 and it got mm -hmm. approved on august 18th of 2021 Mm -hmm. so, it, did it come with I-94? Yes. 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 But my, as per my attorney, uh, I have sent a withdrawal letter for H4 and H4 EAD. Uh, so, um, and Why did you send the H4 and H4 EAD withdrawal? Why did you do that? Yeah, based on my attorney, uh, I have to send that withdrawal since my H1 approved. So attorney asked me to send the withdrawal. Okay, so what happened now? So USCIS received the letter on August 24th. And mm -hmm. I my H4 and H4 EAD approved on August 26th, 2021. Dang. So this is, a, this, is, 
I'm getting a resound from you, ma'am. Um, first thing is that's a very wrong step you did, though. Um, the best way right now for you is to go outside the country and come back in. And you know that you don't have the stamping of H1B for you to go outside. That's the reason I want you to go to Mexico and come back. It's called automatic revalidation. The reason is that the last action rule tells that you're on H4. Then the next action is, is it H4 has been withdrawn, so you're in trouble. First mistake, you should not have withdrawn the H4 plus EAD. Now I want you to go outside the country and come back. It's called automatic revalidation. When you come back, only to Mexico or Canada. And when you come back, you can come back without the visa because you, you have a valid I, uh, I-94. And since you're going only to Mexico or Canada, that is valid, okay? You come back on H-1B, you're in a good shape. Okay. Okay? Uh, okay. Can we do it now, can we do it now Rahul? Or, uh... Absolutely, right now, yes. You can do okay. it right now. Okay, sure, Rahul. Thank you. It's called automatic revalidation. Gayatri, do you have a link for it? She's yes, going to send Rahul. you that link. She's going to send you the link for you, ma'am. Sure, sure. sure Gauri? Thank you. Uh, hello, Rahul. So I got a permanent job recently, and mm -hmm. I have H4 valid. Uh, Gauri, uh, Gayatri, I'm getting a lot of disturbance, though. Can you see who else is there on the speakerphone? No, everyone is muted, Rahul. It's from Gauri only. Go ahead, yeah. Gauri. Can you hear me clearly now? Yeah, I'm getting a lot of dispense from you, ma'am. Okay. Is it okay? Is it better? Yeah, go ahead, Gauri. I'll try yeah. to see what so, I can do. Yeah, so I have a valid H4 EAD till uh, February 2022, and I got my 485 EAD as well. And I have mm -hmm. taken a permanent job. So on what EAD should I be using? I want to use 485 EAD, but just in case if it gets revoked, would it be easy enough to switch back to H4 EAD? Um, why can't you just use the H4 EAD for now? Okay. When the H4 EAD expires, which is February 2022, then you can use the H, uh, uh, adjustment of status EAD. Once you use the adjustment of status EAD, you can't just switch back to the H4 EAD. You will have to go outside the country and come back. You may need to have a consultation with a lawyer before you do that. So that happens just in the case if the 485 EAD get uh, denied. Or That's right. right. That's right, ma'am. That's right. Uh, so just going out to the country and coming back, that's... No, 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 no. It's not that easy. Just like the way I spoke with Lakshmi, it's not that easy that you can go back and come back in. You need to have a consultation. First thing is that, why is your 485 denied? I need to know. It's not denied. It's not denied. No, I, no, no. When it's denied. You're asking me if denied. it's denied, is it right? Yeah. So first I need to determine why is it denied? Did you murder somebody? I don't know. I need to look into that. So unless I find out what it is, I cannot tell. It, it, typically, I for it gets denied less than 1% of the time. So when you get it, you come and meet with a lawyer. Right now, okay. don't be panicked about 4859. Okay. Yeah. But it won't be a good idea to work on, uh, uh, work on it and rather go for the H4 EAD. Right? I didn't said that. I didn't said that. If you have both EADs, use H4 yes. EAD. When the H4 EAD expires, you don't have the H4 EAD, then use the adjustment of status EAD. Okay. Okay. 
Next person, please. Arun. I worked on 485 EAD. When I had my 485, I was a dependent just like you. I didn't, I didn't hesitate at that time. Go ahead, Tarun. Hey, um, so my husband and I are here. Our mm -hmm. situation is this. I have an H1. He has an H4. Um, and his H4 EAD is set to expire on September 26th. We are in the EB2Q with our uh, uh, priority date being August 2014. And as you had recommended earlier um, in your calls, we have requested our company so that uh, they have uh, in advance they're working on a downgrade to EB3 so that whenever there is a spillover and there is a chance, at least our I-140 in EB3 is approved. Mm -hmm. um, now, the problem is that September 26th is right here. We don't have an EAD approval, so we don't know what to do. We were reading an article and then there, someone was recommending uh, the H4 EAD litigation, basically no, filing it's not, a mandate. It doesn't, it doesn't, we don't, we no longer do H4 EAD litigation because it's not working out now. Okay, so you don't, is there any other option? There is a lawyer who, like that article had recommended a lawyer who's doing it and people are getting responses in like- That was us, ago. that was us. Um, uh, it was not two weeks, it was 60 days, that was us. I don't know if any article, anybody else who's doing right now though, because there is okay. a class action shoot. It's a bit complex to explain. Um, okay. They started challenging us in the court and it was taking a long period of time. And we okay. sued the USCIS and the class action suit. And that's when the H4's biometrics has been taken off. But a class action suit is there right now. So the litigation won't do any help for you. If it is, we would have been. We did a lot of H1. We did for thousands of people, but not anymore. So if we, like, there's this lawyer who's saying, I don't know if he will pursue it, but just in case I don't know. do think about I it. I don't know about, I don't know what he's doing. I, I can't tell about okay. what he's doing now. Okay. And is this something that against, like filing a case against USCIS, is that a bad idea or? No, it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad, but I don't know how, what basis he is doing because all the bases are closed according to us. Next person, please. Okay, okay. thank you. Sushma. Hi, Rahul. That looks to be very suspicious to me. Go ahead, Sushma. So I have a birth certificate in Telugu. Uh, can I submit that for my 485 application or should I uh, obtain uh, a the, new certificate? Yeah. You can get the translation done. Um, okay. Um, uh, can, uh, uh, Gayatri, can you give her a link for the birth affidavit though that has a certificate of translation? Sure. And then also, can you read Telugu, ma'am? I, I can, sir. If you can, you can translate by yourself and you have to get, uh, you have to sign a notary that you have done the true translation of it. And I'm giving you a draft of that certification of translation to you. There's a link that Gayatri is going to give it to you. And who can notarize it uh, in any of the banks here? Any, right? Yeah, you're right, ma'am. You're right. Okay, got it, sir. Thank you. Next person, please. Sai. Hello. Uh, thanks a lot, Rahul, for this wonderful opportunity. I really appreciate your service. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Rahul, um, I recently got my GCEAD and uh, my H1 is valid until the next one year. And uh, mm -hmm. and uh, um, 
my application and my wife's application. In fact, my application was in Texas. It recently got moved to NBC, Missouri. I hope the workload is less over there. My priority date recently turned current, like in this month, like seven days ago. It's my priority date is August 2013. So now I'm contemplating whether it's a good thing to change my employer or wait for the GC. Um, you can change. You can change. You can change. Not a problem. Okay. I don't. I didn't have the advance parole yet, and none of my wife's application, like for um, EAD or advance parole, didn't uh, didn't get approved yet. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, no, I if, change, if you change though, if you change though, um, uh-huh. you you have to file the H one B. That's the only thing that you will have to do. Okay, so shouldn't I use my GCAD? You said your EAD is not approved, is it right? Oh no, GCAD is approved. My H1 oh, your, is approved. oh, your wife's EAD is not approved. Sorry. Yes, yes. So uh, then she has to. If you use the GCAD, she has to stop working though on H four EAD. Is she on H four EAD or H one B? She's on H one. Did you say H one? H one. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. That's fine. She can continue working. You can so, move on. Uh, I can change my employer. Don't have any issues during the interview. You no. see approval no. or no? You won't have any interview. Any problem with that? Okay. The new company have to issue a four eight five J supplement. Okay. Okay. Next okay. person, please. If it's a good opportunity, I'm not going to leave. Okay. Got it. Thank you, Raj. And fun last question, actually. Mm-hmm. If I, I'm. Yeah. I'm the new employer may not be as sound as the existing employer i mean he is a, he is kind of a prime vendor so technically i mean he he i believe he is not having those many number of h1 employees as such like the current mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. so i'm not sure if he is able to handle me properly in terms of documentation that's that's so I'm just saying. check check with them if they would be giving you the 485j supplement uh, is that the only thing i need that's the only thing you need okay perfect thank you If they are not willing to give, it's easy. Can can you have you know give them the four eight five J supplement? If they don't know what to do and all those things, you know you can hire us and we will send them the four eight five J supplement. We will send them the basic information to them. Got it. Got it. Thank you. And uh, once uh, once they give the basic information, we can represent that company in four eight five J supplement. Next person, please. Thank you. Hey Rahul, uh, thank you for your for your services. Uh, my name is Rajesh, and um, I'm calling on behalf of my wife. Uh, we we we're in a, a little complicated situation where uh, my H1 and our H4 were uh, extended uh, in November 2020. So, uh, but she she was uh, doing her she was working on her masters, and uh, the, uh, recently uh, in August she traveled to India to get her F1 stamping done. So on August thirteenth, uh, her F F one stamp F F one was stamped, and on August twenty fourth, uh, she re- uh, she came back to the U S. and uh, and she she came to the U S. on F one visa. Uh, so we had we did not uh, withdraw the H four application uh, until twenty sixth because her current semester was until twenty sixth, and the D S O did not want us to take uh, take that uh, withdraw it. Okay. So on twenty seventh, uh, uh, the company which I worked for sent out a withdrawal notice, but unfortunately on the twenty seventh, 
the same day USCIS approved her H four visa, uh, not visa, the uh, extension, right? So when so uh, right, so what about the EAD? Does she have a EAD with it or just H four? No, no, just H four. Yeah, same principle. What I told the other girl mm -hmm. uh, going to Mexico and coming back will work. In her, in your wife's case, so she has an F one. She can go to any country and come back. Doesn't have to go to Mexico or Canada. Right. So my question was, I, I know you might, you might, uh, you might have answered this, but um, her H four extension was extension of the visa, but not the change of, but not a change of status. So on the I five thirty nine that usually uh, is filed, we have three options, right? We have. Uh, right. Right. Uh, okay. I know. Extension, yeah, change yeah. of status. Yeah. So they would have used the they they actually used uh, uh, extension, not change of status for the H four visa. But so let me ask you one question. Is yes, your sir. wife still on the service system? Yes, uh, on service, it stays initial. I, I got the point. To avoid right. any suspicion at a later date, to avoid right. any problem though, have her go to Mexico, have a margarita mm -hmm. and come back. So okay. Because so, what happens, I understand whether mm -hmm. it's a last action rule, not last action rule, there is a debate. We can fight over, but I don't want to fight in the adjustment of status when you file a green card. I don't want to fight right. at that point of time. I want to fight it right now. You can avoid okay. it by $500 right now. Right. So uh, uh, we actually reached out to the DHS, um, uh, the DHS team. They said that she's still on F1 visa. But when we... The DHS, whom did you speak with the DHS though? They are not uh, supposed to give any legal advice to people though. No, no. They, 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 in, uh, <laughs> how no, do, no, how no, can they, they determine... That, that she's an F one, so, so we, uh, my wife called them. So uh, and that's a, that's an illegal activity in Texas. We we take them to the criminal prosecution. I was one of the prosecutors, though. Um, so okay. for now, the best thing for her is to go to Mexico and come back. If you want to do any other steps, that's up to you. This is my advice. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, the, the next person. Yeah, thank Next you. person, thank you. you can you can you can rely on their service, but there is no proof. They don't give you in writing. Next person, right. please. Thanks, Rajesh. Yeah, hey Rahul, uh, thank you for the opportunity. So my yeah. case is that uh, my 485 EAD has been pending since uh, November of last year. Of so it, um, my 180 days extension also expired last week. My employer has asked me to take a break now. So 180 I, days extension. What is 180 days extension? So basically what they did is uh, after EAD officially expires, they are, uh, USCIS is now granting a 180 day extension so you can keep working on the receipt notice. So the receipt notice. Uh, so, yeah. so this EAD that is pending is mm -hmm. the extension of the EAD. Correct. Damn shit. Sorry. Yeah. That is no, very, very bad. Yeah, there are a few folks like this. I've been following uh, all the groups. So oh, we're um, willing to, uh, if you want to, Contact uh, Stephen Brown if you guys want to, and he will mm -hmm. sue the USCIS. They will act immediately. Okay. So is he an attorney, Stephen Brown? <clears throat> yes, he's an attorney. Okay. Uh, okay. You can make an appointment with him. Mm -hmm. Gayatri is going to live. He's a litigation guy. Because okay. you might have tried all the methods of doing Yeah, expired request and all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We call it sue the bastards in our office. That's all we call it. Okay. Um, so that's the only thing that works for them. Okay, sure. I'll reach out to them. Thank you. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Ganesh? Hi Rahul, uh, this is Ganesh here. Thank you so much for your audio service. I've been following you sure. closely. Um, so quickly, uh, my uh, I am uh, I am currently on H1. Uh, we applied for the AOS. Uh, my PD is uh, March 2014. 
my wife is also an H1. Um, but what happened recently, she got laid off uh, because of certain things, financial question in their company is, uh, she got laid off. So my question is, uh, what status would be would she currently be in? Because I she is the derivative. I'm primary. Uh, I we applied for AOS, right? So she would would she be having a status of uh, a pending AOS now? Yeah, yeah, that is right. It's a period of authorized stay for her to stay in AOS. That's perfectly all right for her to stay in. Okay. She, and... it's up to you if you want to apply. Are you on H1B right now? Are yeah, I'm also on H1B. It's up to you if you want to apply for the H1B. It's up to you. H4. It's up to you if you don't want to. Your I-140 is approved? My I-140 is approved. My biometric is tomorrow, but I haven't got anything on EAD yet. Um, so just want to know if she can shift to GCEAD whenever she gets it. Absolutely, she can. Uh, would that have any impact on my H1? I can shift, keep that separate. I can be on H1 because my company wants me to be on Let, H1. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. You can be on H1B if you want to. Because okay. your company lawyer wants to make good money. <laughs> Yeah, they want they want my company wants to be in H one, and then my wife will be in a, using the EAD. Uh, that's fine. She can be okay. in GCAD. Any pros, that. any pros and cons because of that? Because if you travel to India, she's on EAD using the GCAD. Oh, she's absolutely. You have a con of going to India. She doesn't. She can go and get <laughs> get back an advance parole. She doesn't have any problem. You will have a problem. Okay. Thanks for your immigration lawyers. Yeah. Next person, please. Thank you. Kuldeep? Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Kuldeep. Uh, mm -hmm. my, my priority date is uh, February 2013. Uh, at this point, I, di I didn't do any downgrade. So what are the high chances that the EB2 uh, will get current? Why not? Yeah, my employer, he's saying that uh, there, are, there are high chances for RFE and all. Like, it's better to wait until EB2 is current and all. Like, that's you what know, there are 3,000 sorry, 6,000 people who die in an accident every single day. But I don't know about you, buddy, but I still travel in car every single day. Okay. Now, <laughs> it doesn't make, so is your, your employer says whatever he wants to, but is he not willing to file the downgrade or is he okay to yeah, file the downgrade? He's not willing to file, like oh, he's saying some all reasons that attorney, uh, um, uh, uh, like saying that there will be there is a high chance of RFE and also not to, not to will it today. Can you change the lawyer? Can he accept it? No, if I change the lawyer also, my company like they're they're still not uh, willing to do it because they're they're afraid of this all the RFPs and all. They're not <laughs> afraid of it. I mean, there are so many people who got the approvals. Look at the people who are here in this conference, though. Uh, but anyway, um, well, beggars can't be choosers. If your company doesn't want to do it, there's nothing you can do. Um, there are chances, but I don't know how much chances are there. Let's see. Somewhere in November or December, we may be able to get a clear get, clear idea where you will be. But I would still keep the pressure on the company, though. Yeah. And make sure that you don't, you, you don't, you make sure that that company gets a bad name after you leave the company, okay? Yeah, sure. So, so 2013 February, there are chances, right? In next one year. To there are chances, but it's like this. If you have a million dollars, if somebody is okay. giving you a million dollars right now, somebody may give it million dollars i'll take a million dollars that i have on the table okay. uh, but unfortunately you don't have the million dollars so you just have to you know wait for it that's all you can do next person please okay thanks guys don't waste the time on telling me to guess the priority date you can listen to the youtube that's better next person please would they uh hi uh, hi Rahul. Um, so i have a question on uh, 485 filing for my wife um mm -hmm. uh, 
previously she was on h1 and uh, employment with the cognizant technologies and mm-hmm. uh, later she resigned on in 2017 uh, december and uh, she had a i140 on eb3 category on the priority date of uh, february 2013 uh later uh, after she resigned she moved to h4 status and right now she is uh, working on h4 ead so mm-hmm. now she got um, employment uh, offer from uh, her uh, previous uh, employer which is cognizant cognizant so uh, uh, so once she joined using her h4 ead will she able to continue uh, you know um, filing the 485 without changing her status or any road blocks on it um is that a eb3 or eb2 that she has with them eb3 yes they do file the 485j supplements um do you know if the i140 has been withdrawn or not it is still approved i mean like uh, in the case status uh, in uscsi it is still approved they haven't I, revoked i want you to uh, if possible though okay um we represent a lot of a uh, uh, lot of uh, Uh, a lot of uh, people uh, from cognizant um first thing is that i want you to file a freedom of i want her to file a freedom of information get the track record of the labor and i140 approval how to do it i send you the link i want you to follow the link okay uh, but technically she doesn't oh, sorry go ahead technically what no technically she doesn't need to move any status from h4 ead to h1 status absolutely not needed she can file a 485 on the h4 ead she can even if she was not having the ead also if cognizant wants to they can file but if cognizant doesn't do that but if she is an h4 ead cognizant will file a 485 we have done that for cognizant people cognizant is not filing we need to file on our own which one the 485 yeah 485 right now cognizant yes. is not done. that's exactly what we do for cognizant employees if you want to hire us but you need to get you need to get the 485j supplement from cognizant okay they will give it and we can be your lawyer to file the 485 application we have done in a very similar situation for other people too who are in h4ead okay uh, can i have contact uh, information from your office yes um, uh, if you give your email address to me then i will send you the link of what in uh, I, i will send you the link okay sure can you give me your email address to me in the yeah. in the yeah sure and also uh, one more question i am in uh, so i am also on h1 and my priority date is also in uh, eb uh, eb2 category um, in um, march uh, 2013 so i am in uh, you know uh, still in the process of up, uh, downgrading from eb2 to eb3 so i can do that parallelly right without uh, waiting yeah, for yeah i gave you the email address you can send an email with the details to me um sure. with your wife with your wife you can yours is separate just because you are filing an additional status with your wife doesn't mean that you cannot downgrade by yourself you can still do it too. okay yeah i am okay. setting my email address in the chat window next person please yeah it's very thank good you. thank you but she's going back and joining the cognizant we can file additional status in september though if you want to okay and do we need to wait for any payrolls uh, no no the only thing is that she needs to contact the human resources to give issue the 485j supplement okay is that one just one document right they have to sign it and one document it. and they do issue though they okay. do issue okay 
Uh, sorry about uh, marketing efforts. Uh, I'm going to spend extra time, guys. Thank you, guys. No problem. Next thank person, you. please. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you yeah, for taking yes, my call. Uh, sure. I have my 485 applied, uh, EB2 485 applied in October uh, of last year. And uh, my biometrics and uh, EAD cards, all of them came this year, January. Um, everything was done. And I got an RFE for just 485J. That third and fourth page are missing on August uh, 26th. So I responded uh, uh, for the RFE along with my medicals and my uh, spouse's medicals. So, so, so wait, when you got an RFE, you got an RFE for 485J supplement that particular pages are missing. Yes. And then you got it, you got an RFE for the medicals also. No, I didn't get uh, RFE for medicals. I only got uh, for 485J supplement. But did you submitted the? Did you submitted the? Uh, yes. Did you submitted the medicals along with the four eight five J supplement? Yes, I did. Good, good, good. So, um, uh, and, and you submitted the four eight five J supplement entire sub supplement or just only pages that they asked for? I did entire entire one. Your lawyer is good. Okay. So uh, everything is done. It's just that uh, one mistake that I have done is uh, I, I wouldn't say it's a mistake, but it's just that. Uh, I was being a little proactive in March and I filed an EV3 I-140. That's okay. fine. I, I don't know if that is... Uh, uh, the re reason trend that I'm seeing is they're approving uh, with the latest I-140 that is there on the A file. So I wanted to know if that is going to affect my... No, I don't, see, I don't see any problem in that, ma'am. You're fine. So You're my fine. 485 approval has nothing to do with the EB, EB3 I-140, which is pending right now. Your 485 EB, no, no. You're with EB2 right now. You didn't interfiled with the EB3. So you're good. I don't see any problem in there. Okay. Thank you so much. This uh, takes away a lot, a lot of burden from my head. Sure. No problem. I'll take the next two callers, guys. Sakti. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, thanks for taking me call. Um, you know, I'm in um, um, EB3 and my priority date is 2013. And, um, you know, for me and my wife, we got EAD. And my daughter is studying in Ireland. Um, you know, she's doing medicine. At the time when I filed, my attorney said, right, you know, they can't file for her. And she got a H4, uh, you know, H4 stamp. And she's here in the US. And I applied for I-485 for, um, you know, August um, this year, 2021. Right, and she want to go back to Ireland, and she's going to be aged out in 21 by May 2022. So, can she come back in case if she couldn't get the EAD, you know, once she aged out? Uh, once she aged out, if she can't get the EAD though, she she cannot come back. Okay, okay, but um, in case, right, um, the application will be abandoned, right, and. Uh, once she finishes her course, right, she can file her own H1. Is the abandoned status will impact uh, future? You may want to have a consultation with your daughter and your wife in there to go over all these things to pick because it's it's not H1B is not like you just file it, they will just give a red carpet. There is a lottery system. There's a lengthy system though. So you yeah, may okay. want to think about sacrificing one year of your daughter's education to get this thing over because otherwise she will have to do the entire journey what you have done your wife have done yeah that's right yeah since she's iris born 
so getting other that so much little easier yeah that and is for, but but for the h1b it's not easier for the green card it's easier everything else it's the same okay there i a, i may still many... want to sac i may still want to sacrifice one of our years education uh because okay. you, you don't you still the journey is going to be four five years that's very okay. long for her so she can come back and see even so i can uh, i got a medical rf now so i can apply and she can stay here right since she applied i485 yeah yeah uh, she can stay here she can stay here okay sure okay no problem thank you raghun next person please dharmender uh hello rahul sir uh, this is dharmender hi uh, thank you for uh, uh, your help uh, to the community sure. uh sir my question is like my son is going to be aged out uh, uh in uh, around he's 16 right now and uh, my priority date is uh, march 2017 eb2 and i'm i'm following your all the videos on uh, uh, tv mm-hmm. asia and uh, your regular uh, uh, all okay video with emily so what do you think like uh, do you think uh, uh, um, he will be getting his green card well, it's going this- to be tough though what what i would do right now if i were you they're mm-hmm. taking a long time to adjudicate the i140 right now okay which is mm-hmm. which is actually good for one second okay yes. which mm-hmm. is actually good for you so mm-hmm. if your company allows you right now Mm-hmm. i would file the downgrade of the i140 application right now okay because two things it's good one um if the eb3 becomes current mm-hmm. that's going to be good for you the second okay. thing is that if eb3 if the t- amount of time the i140 takes you can deduct mm-hmm. the age of your son okay okay and and suppose yes. if uh, uh-huh. okay, okay and and sometimes there is technically what we can do is that if by any chance eb2 becomes current there are some tricky things that we do though we withdraw mm-hmm. the eb2 and file an eb2 again too that also you can do it too but for okay. now the best thing is i would file a eb3 downgrade under okay. the normal processing not do not convert into premium processing and okay. now you are pausing his age for a while okay okay and i can deduct that when he crossed the 21 okay uh-huh. that's i think that's good right. idea yes yes right so if you go to 21 once he crosses you file on i140 you mm-hmm. can't do that you have to do it right now okay okay and uh, sir uh, last question is uh, is there anything any update on eagle act and uh, uh, for no no keep keep watching what we tell you on the youtube keep writing mm-hmm. the letters what we tell you at this point of time Uh, nothing special though that i can give you to you just have you know watch our uh, uh, tuesday youtube and su- if possible sunday okay and there is no plan for that uh, that 100k or whatever 80k are getting there are two, there are there are too many other plans so many other things moving on all mm-hmm. you can do is what i can suggest you is that keep writing the letters that we are drafting yes Next I, I, i have already written that uh, emily has uh, given the draft so i have already written it there been every week there has been one so make sure that you do everything next okay, person sure. please sure okay thank you this will be the last person today uh, manoj manoj priya 
Priya? Can you hear me? Yes, Priya, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, sir, for, give, uh, for giving time to attend my call. Uh, I am on OPT. I am a student. Uh, I came, uh, I completed my master's in uh, April 2021. So my OPT got started on June, June. So now it's like three months uh, my OPT got started and uh, I'm, I'm working. I'm, I'm doing job right now through an employer. So can I work on multiple employers on OPT? You can, but you need to check with DSO if he's okay with it. Means uh, I need to up, up, update uh, to my school both the employers, right? If, if That's right. And then check with the DSO if he's okay with it. If your DSO is okay, I'm fine with it. Oh, okay. So, uh, and, and, op and on OPT, can I work on uh, 1099? No. No. Okay. Um, I'm going to go through the questions that comes in the chat, guys. Um, biometrics appointment, uh, uh, it may take, sometimes it takes only one month, but it's taking, uh, for the people who filed in October, there are some people who did not require, they, they still did not get the biometrics, guys. H4 EAD premium processing, uh, at this point of time, there is not there, but if things come out, we will let you know. If the question is small, we can read it, guys. If the question is long, um, it's going to be tough for us. Yeah, you, it, you have to raise service request for each family member's EAD service request. Yeah, EB, it's the same employer using the same labor certification can file EB2 and EB3 at the same time, guys. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at, uh, uh, tomorrow at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.